like a John Butler plot on a Tuesday afternoon or an Aidan O'Brien classic winner, it is time for yet one more British racing institution. This is a Judge's Guide podcast. Hello and welcome to the 5th annual Cheltenham Preview presented by A Judge's Guide, a full rundown of the greatest show on turf. Joining me, Richard Churchill, are a collection of the shrewdest judges in the land who once again, once again aim to pick out the best and the biggest bets to be had this week. So let's say hello to Martin Fagan, Church. Rob Alexander Church. and David Barnes. I can't bellow like yourself, Church. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there to you, sir. Uh, and we are going to dive straight in to the curtain raiser for the greatest show on turf. It is, of course, the the Skybet Supreme Novices Hurdle. The William Hill Supreme. Hurdle. Well, at William Hill, you can get seven places, five places at Paddy's and Betfair, four places at Bet Victor and Ladbrokes Coral. And your favourite is, as it stands, the 11 to 4 Shishkin. Uh, easy for me to say. With 3 to 1 Asterion Falange. Abracadabras in at around 5, anywhere between 5 and 6s. And Chantry House, a sea of blue in at 6s. Uh, Fagan, get us started. Where's your money? Do you agree that Shishkin is, is a fair fab? And yeah, just go. Go. Um, I don't particularly think. He's a, he's a great fab now. I can see, I can see why people like him. He, he has a bit of star quality about him. He, people, some some people out there are saying he he looks a little bit like um, Altior in the in the way he quickens the acceleration. But at the price, he doesn't really make much much appeal to me. Um, the one I'd I'd be backing with the with the three places. Never mind the the four, the five, the six, the seven, whatever. <laughs> um, it does. It does depend on ground, like. But I'm a big fan of Abacadabra. Uh, he's three for four over hurdles. His only defeat this season was in the Royal Bond behind um, Envoy Allen. That's probably the strongest novice novice ran all season. And uh, I just, I just can't see him out the frame. If it's, if it's not soft, really soft to heavy, which when I woke up this morning, I checked the Betfair market for the official going of the ground, and heavy's drifted a lot now, and it looks, I think it's about one thirty. <coughs> To be soft and maybe nine to two or something to be uh, good to soft. That says to me it's not going to be that bad. And if that is the case, I, I just can't see how Abercadabra can't be out, uh, is out the frame. He's got form of the course when he ran in the bumper last year. He had reach possibly could have finished closer if he hadn't got into such a battle early on, turning in with Envoy Allen. He's a he's a he's a good jumper. I've seen a lot of people saying he's a bad jumper. I, I don't think he's a bad jumper at all. When 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 the pace is when it's quick and it is, he jumps well. Um, another angle is Davy Russell's riding him, and he's never rode him before, and he just Davy's now Ruby's gone. Davy is the best around Cheltenham. I think he'll, he'll be a perfect match, and I just see him definitely being a last off the bridle, and he just seems like a great each way bet in what looks like a very very strong and open race. Nice. It doesn't seem a difficult horse to ride either. No, you can no, be, very sim- very you sim- can go very from the front simple, if he yeah. needs to set the pace. Can be, well, be held be, up, whatever. Just, just in behind the pace. He's just going to be smuggled, like. smuggled somewhere, say yeah, ground, yeah. I imagine, yeah. and then produce him late. A lot of people will say maybe maybe they won't get up the hill. I don't think the hill's a problem. It's just uh, no, there, might be, there might be a better stayer out there than him. But fine, you, take, the, you take your chance. In the bumper, he got up the hill fine as well. I think he looks a cracking. Cracking price. Uh, that is Abacadabra's. Abacadabra, yeah. Considering he's got festival form that uh, Shishkin certainly doesn't have. Like Shishkin's obviously got a very sexy profile, but I read something fairly interesting uh, about horses who have had their prep run for the festival at Huntingdon. They don't win. They don't win. They're not for 128 That's in the past 17 years. That's a load of isn't it? Really? It is not. <laughs> Boover Dave and everything. Yeah. He, oh, I think he did, yeah. I think he did. You said You said Shishkin remi- reminded people of Altior. He probably reminds me a bit more of Bouvet there. I know, he doesn't travel like Bouvet there for me. But Bouvet there was a monster the way he travelled already. Yeah, he was. Shishkin needs a bit. Of that not of that not of a hundred and twenty eight, seventeen percent <clears> off at ten to one or shorter. Uh, and yeah, it just doesn't produce winners. I don't think the Sydney Banks is a 
supreme trial, really. Like, he's obviously a nice horse and can win, but he has seems he has seems, a feel of Angel's breath, doesn't he? Like in terms of he's a hype horse for yeah, me. Yeah, obviously he's done he's done a fair bit, but I don't think he's done enough to be the price he is. It's more factored in what he might be. Yeah, a bit like Angel's breath was yeah, yeah. last year. Whereas Abercadabra's got rocks all to I completely agree with what Fagan said. Uh, but yeah, uh, if another, you, another thing I was going to say, sorry, like I should have said, he's already doing it. And then they envoy Allen's getting sort of like the next, the next coming. He's the only horse he's been beat by this season. Mm-hmm. If envoy Allen didn't run in that, yeah, didn't have the, a bond, you'd be saying he's four from four, and the horse that came second to have a cadaver, Darvis Star, is 12 to one in the champion hurdle. Like, I just don't see how he would be six to one in this race. He'd be, he'd be a lot shorter. The envoy Allen form line looks. The strongest novel, novice hurdle yeah, yeah. form line he looked in like UK and Ireland. Briefly that yeah, day, didn't yeah, he, like, he travelled up yeah. upsides nicely. I don't point. know whether, how positive we have to say that though, because I thought he was going to win the bumper at one stage and just didn't stay as strongly as I, I was hoping he would. Really, I think he'll be, he'll he'll be more. Into, he got into a battle with the superstar yeah. very early on. It'll yeah. be more like, battle hardened yeah. now. For Spe- sure. Speaking of Envoy Allen as well, another one I do like in the race at a, at a price. I can't believe the price he is is Elixir Danny. Um, and it's done a 25 to 1 uh, readily available crazy price it's one of these for me that if it does go off that price fine I'll have it for absolute fucking bundles but it just it screams to me that it's something that people didn't think were going to run and then he got to have the Ballymore he's running here and just the price hasn't hasn't rectified itself yet it hasn't sorted itself out he, he's a horse that I think William Mullins thought he was a stayer and that's why he ran him over 2-6 at Leopardstown last time he went slow even though I don't think he is a stayer as well. So he's gone slow in a race that he doesn't want and he just pulled and you basically can write, you can write it off. But even when he ran at Nice over uh, 19 furlongs where he beat Longhouse Power, he had to make his own running there. And I just don't see him as that type of horse. I see him as a as a two-miler, like in a yeah, strong after the, race. After the race behind Envoy Allen, I think you and I were discussing it. He just, and we said... Step back and trip, yeah, rather and than he, go and off and trip. trip. So like he, he ran at Nice in it, and I think that was a really good time that day for um, mm-hmm. the race with Envoy Allen and Longhouse Poet again behind behind them. And he had to make a lot of the running there, which I don't think suited him. And he's only been beaten in three and a half lengths by Envoy Allen, who's whatever price he is, six to four, seven to four, whatever for the. Well, maybe even shorter. Just because Envoy Allen is not running in this race. Well, he was. Debate. 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 Not, but, not now. But he's not. But we're still talking about him. Indeed, Because his form lines mix in. Yeah, and I just think, let's say, let's say, let's say Alexa Danny didn't run at Leopardstown last time, because you can easily just disregard and race a like line that. Through that. He wouldn't sure. be the price he is now. And 20 to 1, 25 to 1 seems seems massive for me. I, I, my main two, Abracadabra, Alexa Danny. I have got another one, but I'll probably let Barnes speak. Well, Barnes, have you got, have you, can you give us any sort of Notes on any uh, any other horse, maybe Chantry House or Asturian for launch. Have you got any hope there's for either of those? There's nothing I can add to this church. I can pick holes in all of them, and, and that's okay. all I can do. Go so. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're here all day. Go on. Are you with Fagan that perhaps the uh, Alexis uh, Danae at twenty fives is worth a worth a? Bet? I agree with him. That that's very interesting because he, he's definitely not a stay, and he was definitely running in wrong wrong races. So um, you'd give him a shout, but. At the end of the day, it's only an outside shout. I mean, obviously, Barry's chosen um, Chantry House. Abracadabras. I'd be really keen on if you just look at the bare form, but it's just his Barry's finishing never, efforts. Barry's never rolled. Alexa Danny, though, it just makes sense, doesn't it? True enough, yeah. Um, the one thing the one thing would be a worry for Alexa Danny is William Mullins' second and third strings do not do anything in this race in, in, yeah. in, in times gone by. So that would be a slight worry. Like, but I just think at that price, I'd be absolutely fuming it if, if I left him alone because I, I, I genuinely think he should be more like 12, yeah. 14 so okay. I think I think uh, Asterian's Falange looks more of a stay to me and he, he kind of became favourite when it looked like it was going to be bottomless didn't he um, I was coming round to Fiddler on the Roof because he quickens so well at Sandown in that soft ground but just don't know if it's going to be soft enough for him anymore um, with the extra places I'll, I'll probably end up playing him just each way but uh, I wouldn't be confident at all Okay, so best bet in the race for you, Martin Fagan. What? Providing Provi- the ground does dry out a bit, yeah, Abba Cadabra. I, I just can't see he's out of the uh, Rob? Yeah, I would I would tend to agree with that. Abba Cadabra looks the best bet. I can see the favourites probably flip flopping on the day as well. Okay. I think Sh- uh, Shishkin will be one to, that'll, that'll drift a bit. Okay. And yeah, with the extra places, if you've 
if you fancy anything, just back to back to his first aid. Uh, yeah, yeah that Hills concession really does allow you to. Yeah, you can't really talk about the race without a concession. No. But if you can get on there and you fancy something, there's no harm in having an each way bet. Above, you gonna have a bet in the race? Um, I wouldn't do it if it was a normal race, but as it's Cheltenham, I will end up having a bet. But I, I think if you can get extra places, Elixir Dene looks very very fair at twenty five. Okay, and last word, Fagan. Yeah, I just wanted to add another one. When when the ground was um, looking like it was going to be soft, he, he was interesting. But to be honest, he, he could just go on any ground. Just seems overpriced. Is the Alan King horse uh, Edward Stone? He's got a he's got a little bit of form, but performed with Chantry House and the price disparity there seems seems a bit um, a bit wrong. Chantry House like a five six chance, whatever he's. And so you can get sixteen. Six, I think he's sixteen or twenty. Yeah. Um, He's another one a bit like Alexa Danny. You watch him in his races, he travels really strongly and he just and he's a bit keen. He just looks like like a, a horse who will suit this race. They'll go off fast and um You'd like the ground to be better for him though, wouldn't you? But it's gonna be alright, isn't it? Like well, he's yeah, got form on heavy, soft. but it is it is Haydock heavy yeah. form. But soft he ran he ran alright on good soft, soft ground and bumpers and stuff, so if it dries out a bit I don't know, I just, he, he he is probably his not top form class, is really good, isn't it? But then he's got he's got this form with like he beat Fiddler on the roof, who you said you fancy Wink Canton. He beat Harry Senior, who looks like a leading chance for the Alf Bartley. He didn't run that badly at Haydock. And I know you you hate Haydock form, like <laughs> but he's probably a bit a bit off top class, but now we're talking about people having fourth places, five places, six places. At sixteen to one, twenty to one. He'd probably be just me third choice on the list, basically. Mm. Abacadabra, number one. Elixir Dane, number two. And then Edward Stone is just half interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's Brilliant. got solid form, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he he's got really solid form. He's, he's just one that I could see being re- travelling really well. And then, then not quite getting yeah, home, get, like, not getting fifth or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's exactly how I see it. Okay. Well, the sweepstake, for the sweepstake, it was uh, 12 minutes. On the, on the Supreme, which I think beats uh, beat last year, which I think was about 21 minutes. We've gone through that fairly quickly. What about, the, what about the minutes time speaking to me? Did I, did I, did I, did I swear then? I think only only one beer so far, one uh, summer cider, so you're all right uh, so you're far. Summer cider? Well, <laughs> you've we, changed, mate. You I'm have changed. changed. There's the square. We, uh, the square we, we, there we go. We move on. We move on to the first grade one chase of the week. It is, of course, the Arkle, a market headed up by Notebook at 11 to 4. Uh, Fakir Dudariz at 4 to 1. Brewing up a storm, 11 to 2. Cashback is 6s and it is 10 bar, or even bigger, in fact, 12 bar. Uh, Rob. Hello. Notebook 11 to 4, Fav has mentioned. Are you for or against? I probably wouldn't back him at that price, but you can. He's surely the deserving favourite. He's done nothing wrong over fences, improved massively from what he did over hurdles. Uh, he's beaten Cashback and Fakadudri last twice in grade ones. <clears throat> yeah, looks a solid jumper. Will handle whatever the ground is on the day. Whether he handles the occasion uh, is probably a bigger question mark than anything. No fuck. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was half asleep. Yeah, no. The button earplugs in, aren't they? I think. Yeah, yeah, but how much? How does that really it's work? Such a, such a different atmosphere in the Chelsea. Yeah, but he he bolted nearly at the start at uh, in the Dublin Racing Festival. People do, say, people do say this, but he still fucking won. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. It's probably it probably does upgrade him, but if he does that at Cheltenham, he's it's an the, even bigger game. You fancy him? You fancy him? If wait, wait, wait till wait till fucking he goes down. But then again. I backed fucking Classical Dream last year and he acted like an absolute fucking idiot before yeah. the stand in the Supreme. Yeah. He still fucking won. So, at the end of the day, if you, if you want to back him and you fancy him a 5 2 or 3 now and he acts like a fucking idiot, you might get 5 <laughs> yeah. post time. So, probably if you if you do fancy no fuck, hold your, hold your cash for a bit and wait wait and see what happens, basically. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Definitely not. I see why he's favourite. I can just about see. Either Fakir Dudery or Cashback, possibly reversing the form with him. Cashback looks a ideal Arkle type, uh, one that's at a bigger price. It's not run for a couple of months, been kept fresh by Evan Williams. You can maybe question the form of that Sandown race, but he ran a good time, uh, jumped really well, got up the hill at Sandown very well. 
I suppose there's a slight question mark about whether he goes as well left-handed than right-handed. But Esprit Delage looks uh, interesting at a price if he continues his, his upgrade. Uh, I thought he was very good at Sandown. And again, he's another horse that can can handle any ground. If it does rain a lot, it won't be an issue for him. Again, it probably wouldn't be an issue for any of the Irish horses either. Esprit Delage, you can back at 12s. He already uh, has. Uh, <laughs> I thought he'd be putting a silver streak in the champion. <laughs> Bob. Remember when I used to say that about Skelton all the time? And he fucking, I think he f- absolutely fell in in the maze last year. <laughs> fucking region. Uh, Barnes, where, where's your money in the Arkle? Uh, I was really, really impressed with the uh, two in the Irish Arkle. I, I, I thought that he had horses like Melon and Bapalm, you know, Good, good, good horses. All you do is fucking sleep upon me. I do, because people were putting him up for the article, which I, I never thought it was an article. Yeah, horse. But, you know, he, he runs to a certain level. He, he's, he was placed yeah, he was in a like state hurdle. Like, yeah, yeah, they have these beats so far out. And tell us who are the two from the Irish article. Oh, sorry. No fucking <laughs> cashback. Okay, cashback. So cashback is currently six to yeah. one i was most taken with cashback because i thought he was the sort of horse who would fold if he had to get into a battle if, if something passed him but he stuck on so well at leopardstown and um i, I think that he did look like he was going to be beat about 10 yeah minutes, didn't he, when, when and he, he, he kept coming back he did i mean maybe notebook had more up his sleeve and he was just sort of idling but i, I was just really impressed with him i think for him to be 8.8 in the market at the moment i think that's a really big price for me fakir didri he doesn't get the seven pound that you got with a notebook at Christmas. The four-year-old allowance. I've heard a lot about this, but at the end of the day, it's, it's there for a reason, and he's, he's obviously progressing, and I know what you're saying. I think it's okay. But does he become a £7 better horse on January the 1st? No, I'm not necessarily not. saying that, but... Exactly. It's a, it, yeah, I don't like him. But he will saying, be improving. Notebook's no improving at a rate of nuts himself, isn't he? Like, I mean, it wasn't as if he was hard tested. I mean, in fact, he was much harder, harder tested over hurdles, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's one thing I'm not... I can't believe we're talking up Fakir, and I don't fancy him at all, but I'm saying Fakir Dudrys comes here with Cheltenham form. So, no, I was convinced he bombed out in the Supreme and at Aintree that he, 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 he wanted to go to two and a half. Yeah, yeah but that's not a bad thing in an article, is it? No, he jumps. So, how he jumped in that they, dream they, 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 they get him out there and they gun him and they just go, go and fucking ping him and let's see what happens. Yeah. I can see him having a chance, but he wouldn't be my bet. I'd, I'd fancy him in the marsh, I really would fancy him, but this at four to one, I mean, it just looks no. so short to me. Like, Fair enough. Um, I think you haven't asked me like Chad. No, we're gone. Oh, I wasn't going to ask actually about Damn. brewing up a storm yeah, well, because it was I, nap, well, nap did he all over. No, no, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, we backed them last year. Didn't we we? Oh, sorry. We backed them last. We backed them last year um, along with the winner, City Island. We enjoyed that one. Lovely little He did run very well. No, we backed him brewing up a storm in the Neptune last year, Ballymore, whatever, and he ran well. Third, weren't he? In the end, yeah. Came fourth. Did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's only had two starts, like, which probably wouldn't be ideal, but he does. Ju- he is a good jumper, and uh, the form's worked out. And Ollie Murphy obviously showed last year he can fucking he can ready one like the festival, um, with how well his three novices ran: Thomas Darby, Itchy Feet, and then um, this lad as well in in the Ballymore. I just think there's there's a possible there's a possible chance that. This they do go a bit quicker, like cashback likes to go forward. There's a chance Fakir wants to go and get the job done from the front. Fucking global citizen, um, <laughs> who has absolute no chance because he's flat sack horse and he's the, probably the best bet just to fucking lay him. Um, him and Lay him any places. If there's fucking eight places in fucking seven places on the fucking machine, lay whatever, he'll be fucking. I mean, there won't be eight places on the machine. The ambulance will beat him, as they say. <laughs> That's global citizen. Yeah, he, he cannot win. I've got it here. Wrote, wrote down. What's to say there? Global citizen, Aflatac horse, place like. Could win it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Probably gets fucking lapped here and then wins at 80. What about the De Bromed mare? Um, Put the kettle on. But no, Bruno Stone looks like a solid each way better than me. Uh, Put the kettle on. No idea. The gate, uh, okay. Thought she went. She went around Cheltenham pretty well. No idea. Last time, Aidan Coleman keeps the ride. It's not. A, it's one that could pick up the pieces. Maybe if it if they decide to hold it up. Obviously, it it made all last time. But yeah, I think you're probably looking at the top end. You're looking at cashback and notebook again. That looks cashback. Defi- definitely the strongest. Okay. Form. 
Brewing Up a Storm in each way. I mean, Brewing Up a Storm was napped by Tom Siegel at a Racing Post preview night. That the festival. Yeah. 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 Well, it's one bet of the festival was, was the friend. I mean, the, the thing that I thought with him as well, I thought he'd want to go further. But when he won at Warwick, was it? Um, when he beat Good Boy Bobby. Uh, Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. yeah. Every inch of it he needed, didn't he? Like, yeah. Every inch of it. That's, but that, that's to be fair, that said. novice chase has worked out. No, but again, that novice chase has worked out very well. Again, Barnsley, you're saying that like that's a bad thing. Like at the end of the day, have you ever seen an Arthur where you didn't have to stay? Well, yeah, but I mean, if he gets outpaced, and these two are going to be going hard, I think. Cashback and notebook. If if you get read too me, far back, if you read me the last fucking ten minutes of the article, they're not exactly fucking. I know. I'm just looking at that now. You've got Sergeant Yorick, Captain Chris, Sprint. I know Sprint's are different. Simon's Simon Western Wall. Tidal Bay. Won't mention Western Wall. Going the south. They're all horses who do stay a bit further. And at the end of the day, you've got three runners in there: uh, Cashback, Global Citizen, and possi- <laughs> possibly Fakir. Um, who like to get on with it? So we could, could say mm. nothing. I. It wouldn't be a start to be honest. If I missed the article, because I don't know, I've got the shit sauce, and I wouldn't be that arsed. Okay. It, <laughs> well, in that case, we will, we will move on. We have half an hour shit. Fingers so crossed that you don't shit yourself. We're going to go a little off script. Uh, no, I'll be on the bo- I'll be, be on the bog, mate. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and uh, we're going to do the handicaps at the end. Uh, so now we're going to move what? to yes, at the end, not the end of. At the end of oh, this what, so we can brush over parts. them in five minutes. We oh, can, what a, actually, I don't like Or that. we could brush over the graded races quicker and do a bit more. Either way, we should be discussing the pre show production meeting. And the cap chases are fine. We fucked them off. We are show. moving on to, to the champion, the champion oh, hurdle. hurdle. The champion hurdle, which of course is headed up by Epitonte, uh, the 3 to 1, 72 in places favourite, Pentland Hills. Uh, previous Cheltenham winner at fives, Cellos Emery in at sixes, Cellos uh, and uh, Charger. Uh, you can get at tens. It is twelve bar. Uh, David Barnes kick us off with the champion hurdle. Are you with the Fav? I'm with the Cello. <laughs> <laughs> Play that tune, Jitch. Cellos. Yeah. Silius. I don't know how you pronounce <laughs> it. It's not Silius. I'm not having that. It's Silly Assembly. Okay, either way. Bandy, is it not Silly Assembly? Cello is good for me. Chi Lao's Emery. No, yeah, I think this one's gone really under the radar. I've, I've watched a few previews lately, and I mean, it's third in for the race, and no one seems to be talking about it all, and I assume because it's just been parachuted in there at the last minute, but I mean, it, it, it was a good 155 horse when it was hurdling. And uh, it's just got a ton of improvement. I think you're only going to need a 165 to win this. Some people might look back at its form in the Supreme and say uh, it, it didn't achieve a lot, but it was actually travelling best in front turning for home. And it lost a shoe, I believe. And um, Townend stopped riding. I, I'm not sure if Townend was riding there, actually. It went, it, went, it went from the front, which wouldn't have been ideal, would it? No, yeah, and it, it just stopped instantly, and apparently it lost a shoe. He, he stopped riding it, and he just let it coast it over. It, yeah, it got yeah, beat yeah. 16 lengths, I think. Well, and it, yeah, and that was without riding it at all, turning for home. It had really good novice form, and it, it's not going to take a lot to win this, and I, I, I just think it's well capable of a 165 or so. I was really impressed with it when it went and uh, beat Dorato. It just... You could never be that impressive in that ground, but um, yeah, did it did very it. well that day. And, uh, I mean, Agreed. it's already started to come in a little bit now. It was a uh, twelve to one before it was supplemented, and now with the decks, it's eight point four. But I, I could well see it going up four to one or so. Four to one potentially going off for uh, the Emery. Let's <laughs> say uh, we can Rob, debate the pronunciation. Rob, for you, are you with Barnes or have you got? Uh, I can see the argument definitely. I thought he was very impressive. Uh, going back over hurdles last time out, yeah, <laughs> obviously Mullins doesn't have anything else in the race, does he? No, he doesn't. Charger. Oh, Charger as oh, well. Sorry, but Charger's yeah. not really. Charger's hit and miss now. Very hit and miss. Like, the ride, the, the ground will need to be. He does come it back will, into it now, though. It will, it it will need to. Like, it, it will need to dry up a little bit. Obviously, his performance uh, when he uh, beat Petit Mouchoir in December was very impressive didn't really show any signs of life in February so could bounce back but yeah I like the Silas Emery angle one who I did just mention there that's 
possibly interesting. Seems to be running to a level that can at least place in the champion hurdle this season again. Uh, is Petit Mouchoir. Handle the ground. Uh, has some has plenty of festival experience. What has been beaten one and a half lengths by Saldia, three lengths by Sharjah that day, a length by Honeysuckle when he looked to battle back. You're basically just reading my notes here. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he only got beat four and a half lengths by Bouverdeur at Punchestown. Is retained his form. He's run into. Placed in a champion, was he? Third, fourth, something like that? Can't remember. And did, well, actually, <laughs> he, ran, a long time he, ran, he ran okay in the Supreme as well, I seem to remember. Yeah, uh, behind Altio. Yeah, he, he didn't run that bad in the eye. I don't see anything went about fucking 400 miles. Mile an hour too quick. I think he was placed in a really, really average champion hurdle, wasn't he? An average champion hurdle? What? Yeah. The Boobie Day one? Yeah, but. Take, well, take yeah. that back now. <laughs> I think Flash Martin wants some money that day. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't no, take that back. People always say this I think stuff. Annie Power won a great champion hurdle, Boobie Day won a shit one. And if you look at fucking my time, he's just a former He beat all the same horses the same yeah. distance. People just fucking love Annie Power too. Petty Bouchoir looks a big price to me. Well, not every Hand that. on the ground, likes a track. He's run into a mid 150, high 150s mark. As Barn said, he thinks it'll take 165 to win it. I'm not really sure it'll be that high. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying Petty Bouchoir is the same horse now, but talking about champion Edo, he came third, he's beat seven lengths by the other Horses behind him, fuck pack the new one, Skull Royal, Jan Wirth, Wicklow Brave, fucking brains power. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, there's some decent horse there. He's probably about he's probably about half a stone worse than that, maybe a st- but, yeah. but then again we're talking about this. He's not regressed though, Petty Mouchoir at all. So Petty Mouchoir you can back currently at twenty five to one you and get full price places most bookies. Of I those he lost his confidence, didn't he? Over yeah, of those at the anywhere in the race, you won't see a better horse over a hurdle than Petty Mouchoir. Will you? He's so quick over his hurdles. City Ireland last year. Yeah, but in the race, I don't know. In this race, you're not going to see. Over a, here. You're not going to nah, see. Nah, in this race, he's very, very good. Yeah, at that. It's a big price as well. Like, there's a lot of four places around twenty-five to one. Okay, so Barnes, you like the Emery, Rob, Petit Bouchoir at a price. Mm-hmm. Fagan, go on. You, you're revved up, ready to go. I like. Give about, us a rundown of the champion. I like about four in this, maybe five. Okay, and it all depends. On what the ground's like on the day because it just switches so much. Let's assume it's good to soft. <laughs> That's gone down <laughs> well. Let's <laughs> 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 not. Assum- assumption is the mother of all fuck ups, apparently, Jess. Okay. Uh, you've had a nightmare day. I mean, is it not usually good to soft? Um, Officially. Soft's yes. five minutes. As, as I said be soft, before, you're obviously winning this It's going to be soft. But yeah, uh, there's a few on, on my list. Petty Mutual is one that Rob said. Uh, Probably hard to see him winning, but he's ultra consistent and he's probably going to be the pace angle. He's been beat three times this year, every run, but he hasn't been beat far. 25, 20, he's probably bigger than what he's on the machine, Barnes. Win um, only? Sorry. In 30, the champion herd, win only, you can get Petit Mouchoir at 28. On the machine? On the machine. So you'll probably get 28 on a day, you know what I mean? Each way, four places. I can see I can see that angle. He's, he's probably going to be there about. It's probably one to use for your. Your side cast, your side bet, isn't that sort of thing? Because because people won't want to put him in them sort of things. Um, the other one, Silius Emery, I understand where Barnes is coming from completely. At the end of the day, I think he's rated 165 over fences. He's improved since he ran over hurdles. If you just go back and you look at some of his hurdle form, with like he ties in quite well with Mick Jazz, who if he was running in this race and running the same things as what he did in the champion hurdle, he wouldn't be the price that he is. So I, I, can, get, I can get on board with Silius Emery. He'll definitely be one of back him. Dav Star is also quite interesting about 12 to 1. Um, he's improved from winning off, I think it was 106 a year ago, to have a, an actual serious chance in a in a champion hurdle. I spoke about him before when we spoke about Abacadabra. He came third in Royal Bond, got a little bit of trouble, ran second behind Honeysuckle, probably would have been the winner in an extra stride or two. He just seems very consistent. He isn't really ground dependent, so if it's soft, if it's good to soft, he's fine with that. If you can get, what can you get now, 12s? Uh, you can get 12 to 1. 12s with, 12 with, 12 with the four yeah. places. At the moment, I'd probably back Darvistar and Silius Emery. Um, when I was looking last night, or a couple of nights ago, and I thought it was going to be soft too heavy, another one who was interested me was Call Me, Call me Lord. Um, he's a rock solid horse. His rating is, is what he is, and a lot of people were having a go at him for producing all these efforts right-handed at Sandown. And he won the um, the Bueller, the international, didn't he? And I know he yeah. was getting a lot of I know he was getting a lot of weight that day, and he should have won that race. He was fab, and he scrambled home, beat Bally Andy in the 
But if he didn't go with Gallup there, and he probably wasn't seen to the best effect, they're going to go with Gallup in this champion hurdle. And I just think if they go with Gallup, he's consistent, he jumps, he angles all ground, and at 20, 25 to 1 with the four places, I just can't see how he's eighth. Do you know what I mean? He's much more likely to be third, fourth, second than out there. And at 25, that just seems too big. But it'll all depend on after the Supreme, look at the time and, and see what the ground is like. The softer it is, the more likely I'm more confident in Call Me Lord. But at the moment, I'll definitely back Silius Emery. Possibly back Darvistar and Call Me Lord. And then, because the fucking ground has started to dry out, um, if it if it's a quick time in the Supreme and it looks like it's actually half decent ground, Rob mentioned Sharjah before. He hasn't yet put it in at Cheltenham, but it was too early to say whether he would have done it last year in the Champion Hurdle when he was brought down. He wouldn't be an each way bet, even with the four places, because he could bomb out. But I do think, on sheer ability, he's definitely the best horse in the race. I, it might just be that he does it at Leopardstown at Christmas, but. If, if there's a decent time in the Supreme and it looks like good to soft in places at, at least and he's like 11, 12 on the machine I'll definitely back him win only like it's just a bit of a mess of a race um, we've, we've, done a, we've done a preview of the champion and we haven't mentioned any of the top two so I'll, I'll, if you want to I can well just a quick note about Sharjo has never too. placed post Christmas yeah never played good post. start mm. thanks for that Chase well, <laughs> is that post or pre-Christmas Sorry, there's no place post January 1st. Post January 1st, yeah. Well, that means it's never placed. Yes. Thanks for that, Jess. Great stuff. In the the second half of the season, obviously. Do you want us to. Thanks. Yeah, we should probably talk about the favourites. We've done the Champion preview and we haven't took the piss out of the favourites yet. Well, Epitante. Remember Pepitante Pig from last year? I do. do. I'm surprised Barnsley's favourite horse hasn't had a mention, so I'll let Barnsley go through it. <laughs> to be honest, oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just the Cheltenham form that puts you off. But she was so impressive at Christmas. I, I think she's a worthy favourite. The one I would be against is Pentland Hills because his price just looks like he's a fucking bridal horse, isn't he? Yeah, I, mean, I can see him going there, travelling well, and if he wins, he wins. But at five to one, you're looking thinking, yeah, is that based on Cheltenham form specifically? I don't know what it's based on. With at the end of the day, if you if if you fucking if you're in a coma since last year and you woke up and you went right. Pentland Hills, mate. He's been beat twice this season. Some people wish they were. He's been beat twice. Was now. He's been beat twice this season. Five lengths by Call Me Lord. And he got beat by Ballyandy last time at Adoc. He's been beat by Ballyandy twice. He's had two runs. He's 5-1 to one for the champion. Whereas well, Ballyandy, you can get a 20s for the same race, can't we? Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. That doesn't make that a choice. Both of them can't win. I'm not saying it does. My point is no, no, yeah. maybe be a quarter of the price doesn't a, make sense. No, it must be. Every single one of the owners must have had a tenner off because about four million owners. <laughs> <laughs> so bookies must have bookies uh, must have fucking liabilities of fucking billions so on this thing. The story of the champion hurdle, from what I can tell, is we're avoiding Pentland Hills second fab. Epitanti we don't mind, but in fairness, is a sorry is a fair fab, but it is Sidious Emery. There's only uh, doubts. He's the, the, the best bet. Uh, I still think. Seven to one? Silly Emily's the main bet, yeah. And then Darvistar, Call Me Lord. Seven to one, Silo's four places, I think. What are we saying about Super Sunday? Yeah, don't, just because I've wrapped it up. Super, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Super Sunday's obviously, you know, he's going to run well, isn't he? But he, he, he strikes me as he's getting old. He's, he's not getting any younger either now. He's 10 now. And you look and think, has he got that? pace to be winning I know it's not a great champion but has he got the pace to win a champion like this yeah, for me for me probably, probably not. not no but no if you get any extra place if you get any extra places I couldn't put anyone off of a four place better 10 12 I just the ones I'm looking at Darvis has, has I think I think they've actually got a chance of winning the race so Darvis Star is probably the most progressive horse in the race. Oh, yeah, right? by a mile, yeah. He's, he's, he's Super Sunday's the only horse on Oz Checker that's uh, got I, I few blue numbers next to it. Super Sunday's had some yeah, support. Yeah. Well, yeah, mate, it would be surprised to me if he's not within the first five, but I just look at that bet and think I'm wasting the win part because I just I would yeah. be shocked. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be talking about this in the mares anyway, but I thought Honeysuckle was just idling a lot in the uh, Irish Champion. Well, we're not talking about the horse that's not in the rig. We're about, well, well, well it's a beautiful the, segue. A lovely segue. <laughs> the two were flattered to get as close as And now, because she, she kept on finding more 
Well, nice guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, it was a shame to see that segue abused by Fagan there at the Barnes, because we are going to move on to the final great one of the day. It is the Mayor's Hurdle, uh, headed in the market, of course, by Benny Dedieu. Uh, you are looking at uh, six to four on. Honeysuckle is your five to two second fab. It's tens the rest. Uh, Bond, you were discussing Honeysuckle there. Tell us, is it... Is Honeysuckle where your money's going at 5-2, to two, or are you with the Richie Fab? Definitely with Honeysuckle here. What? Yeah. Are you surprised about that? Well, yeah. it sounds black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a boss. I, I don't think there's anything much between the two of them, uh, based on what I've seen. Two miles, I can agree, is probably too short for a Honeysuckle, ideally. Um, I know a lot of people don't bet like this, but for me, it's the greatest each-way bet, because you're getting... She's five to two now. You're getting one to two. She's in the first three, which uh, in the place market I'm better. I think that'll be about one to four. So you take your five to two bet. You get a one to two bet, which is a uh, really really good value for me. I think she's a great each way bet. So a, a dirty each way bet you could suggest, really. But I think it's a dirty. Each but way, a, yeah. but a, but a, but you can't. Try, assuming she gets round. Can't win. Assuming she gets round, it's a lovely place bet. You can't really crab that idea. No, she's don't. she's not been to Cheltenham. Okay. And that who was that who said that? Neil fucking Channing over there. The fucking dirty trees. I can't. <laughs> I don't see how Benny Dudu doesn't win it. Well, she, why? Why do you think she's so much superior to Honeysuckle? What what indicates that? Uh, the line through um, Penn Hill and uh, Kiltula Vic makes them about the same horse, and everyone was falling out of the chair because. Honeysuckle's obviously Honeysuckle's obviously very good, but the way Benny Dudier dealt with what is perhaps has been described as the best mare in France to come out in the last century, De Boncourt in the French Champion Hurdle was unbelievable. She's got. If this was race she's was been over the, three miles, I would definitely think, say Benny. Thing yeah. is, she's been there and done that at Cheltenham as well, which I think is a massive advantage. She's improved over the last couple of years. I think she could have won as far as she wanted in January against Penn Hill. Uh, I don't think there's not really a lot you can say about the form ahead of the likes of uh, Penn Hill and Kalaltovic. Like they were beat, beaten streets by them both. Well, exactly. they're, 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 they're the clear exactly. top two, but I think Benny Dudier has probably got gears that Honeysuckle doesn't have. We probably maybe not even seen them yet. I'd say the opposite of that. I, I think she's a stayer who, who would want three miles out ideally, whereas Honeysuckle can win over two. I, I just don't think along over two. Well, she was Ivan, like I said. But, uh, I, I just think the price disparity is wrong from, from what I've seen. And, uh, you know, if, if these two were due to race in the Hatton's Grace over two and a half, and they were basically joint favourites, it's just that one run over three miles, which has had people saying, oh, this was amazing. I, I just don't see why it was so much better than the Hatton's Grace before. Yeah, it was visually very impressive. Uh, but I Over think. Over three miles in bottomless ground against. Yeah, but she's. At Punchestown, it was good to yield in. She's absolutely destroyed Stormy Island. Uh, again, she beat Augusta Kate. Like, she won the Mayors. Obviously, fell at the last last year. Did you get paid out for that? Yeah. <laughs> Said she won the Mayors. Yeah, she. She won it the year before that. Yes. <laughs> she absolutely scrambled all night. I, 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 I do get your point, Barnes, about the two and a half is probably more Honeysuckle's ideal trip. Yeah, I do get that, but I think Benny Dudu is just a much better horse than Honeysuckle. Fair enough. Differing opinions, you love to see it. Fagan. Fucking boring race for me, mate. Right, well. 8 to 11, Benny Dudu, whatever. Is that what she is? 8 to 11. She was she was ten to eleven for this race last year when she looked like an absolute stonewall certainty. She would have she would have been if she'd have stood up. So I just look at this place and think I don't recall her saying that last year too. But. No, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you're looking at if you're looking at odds on chances at Cheltenham, and it's just not it's not not on betting like um, this race. If I haven't got the shit. I'll, uh, I'll go and get a cup of tea. Okay, well, let's <laughs> just quickly... to a doctor, mate. Got, <laughs> got me in the like, toilet for three <laughs> races. I can't stop saying it. It's not necessarily a match bet, but you've got the two front runners. 
Of the remaining runners, there are what eight eight other can runners listed in the race. Now, no, you can't. Well, I mean, I was in the middle of a question, but please yeah. go ahead. If if these two were both in the champion hurdle, what prize would you make them? Then I don't think that's relevant to this race, though. I think that's a, a fair point you make, Rob. It's not relevant because they're not in the champion hurdle. Benny would definitely be fast, but she shouldn't. Yeah, she's not a yeah, two miles. She shouldn't be. Honeysuckle's two miles. At the end of the day, honeysuckle can get away with it at two miles. The way, whereas Kavega, Benny couldn't. Kavega used to win this. I know she was getting a bit older, but she used to scramble on as well. Like I know probably the layoff and all that. Yeah, no. Whereas Annie Power used to win it because she had fucking speed, absolute speed to bear. There's a difference. Remember what Benny did do won this race like two years ago. She had yeah, exactly, scrambled yeah, off. Exactly, Last year yeah. she looked like she was going to piss in, but that wasn't it. That's not Great race, Roxana winning it. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, she's I, third. I understand it? what you're saying about Honeysuckle. Personally, if I had to have a bet, I'd probably back Benny, but I just won't have a bet. There's so many bets. Is there a, play, is there a place bet to be had? Place only bet on any of these horses? Nah. Roxana, Stormy Island, Lady nah. Buttons. No, the problem no, is, no, you're no. playing for one place. No, no, no. Yeah, mm. just not. Okay. If it's an each way race, it's what Barnsley said play, yeah. the, play the dirty, filthy. Fair enough. Well, a filthy each way bet on Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle. Otherwise, there was disparity in the camp. We shall return now uh, to the third race of the day. It is the Ultima Handicap Chase, a grade three, one over three miles. One, your Favid's Vindication at sixes, Kildisar and Discarama and the Conditional at eights. It is double figures the rest. Some support in the market, I can see, for no comment. Uh, Fagan? That's exactly what I'm going to say for the next... The rest of this Tuesday podcast. No comment. <laughs> Sensational. Rob. Uh, right, okay. Uh, I can see why Discorama's been uh, well backed previously. It was as big as 20 to 1 a couple of weeks ago. Now into 8, 10 to 1. I think it's got very solid Cheltenham form in the Martin Pipe and the National Hunt Chase. Uh, a decent mark. Trainer in reasonable form. Uh, it looks, yeah, it looks well handicapped. Is that Nolan. Yeah, Discorama. That thing he's on well there, isn't it? Molina. That is, isn't it? Yeah. Discorama. Uh, he doesn't look an eleven pound worse horse than Vindication, basically. Like, okay. uh, there is some chat about Vindication being a, a Gold Cup horse for next year. I'm yet to see much evidence that that's the case, but. Uh, there's one that I'd like to give a mention to uh, at a big price. Uh, What's this one, Rob? Is it? It placed in the race last year. came fourth last year. Uh, big River. Big River, great name. Uh, I think after that race, it hasn't, it didn't really show a lot until it uh, beat Ami Debois quite well in January. Mark's only a pound higher. Stays very well, has form at the track, uh, and this has been the target since that race. They've been fairly fairly public about saying that twenty five to one. I think looks a fair price. He might get bigger on the day, uh, and I think the horse has actually improved since last year. And yeah, a mark of one pound higher looks looks very good. Okay. So a question about Discorama. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I mean it's been tipped up across the board? I think prize wise put it up. I know it was uh, Rory Delaghi's pick for the race. Do you feel like we sort of missed the price on it? Or are you comfortable now keep backing it? At- yeah, I don't know what price you'll get on the day. I probably wouldn't be comfortable backing it at any shorter than this. There's a couple of firms nine to one. Uh, yes, you can get eight but- one six places, nine to one five places. I think I think that's fair on his chances. And if yeah, if you fancy him. Then, yeah, then go for it. Okay. Uh, another one that I'm a tad less interested in, but uh, I want to give a mention. I was hoping to go for the novice handicap chase. Is a horse called Elwood. Uh, it's a half brother to Delta Work. Been given a fairly quiet campaign by Gordon Elliott, and it's been looks like he's been slowly improving all season to come into his own in the spring. Uh, looks a strong stayer. Uh, and I think the form over three miles behind Captain CJ and carefully selected uh, reads fairly well. Uh, and I think it's kind of telling that he's well enough regarded to take his chance at Cheltenham. And I think he should should give a good account. And the fact he's related to a per temps winner and an 
RSA Chase place toss gives him gives him a good chance at sixteen to one. Okay, uh, lovely. So that was just Karama. It was uh, Big River and Elwood. Yeah, very nice. Barnes. Uh, yeah, I love Disco Rama for this race. Uh, I think he's made for it. He's been to Cheltenham twice. The uh, Martin Pipe, who was badly positioned, ran on like a train and uh, stayed on strongly up the hill. And then last year he was really unlucky not to win the four miler. Um, it just got outstayed by a better horse on the day and probably a better jockey as well was possibly the difference. Yes, but um, I think he's just been laid out for this all year and I'd ignore his form from this year. And at nine to one, each way he still looks big value to me. I, it's just not a deep race, and these staying handicap chases never are. So, when when you get in sixth place is nine to one, it's really hard without um, a fall or a really bad mistake to see him out of the six. Uh-huh. He'll just creep round and uh, be delivered late. Uh, Brian Cooper rides him, ideal man for the job, I guess, and uh, I can't see him not being thereabouts. Very nice vindication. He's running off nearly 160, which he'd have to be a very good horse to win this. And uh, he didn't look to handle Cheltenham to me last year. I think he wants to go right-handed. And I think he wants a flat track, so it'd be against him. Nice one to oppose. Who dares wins looks an ideal type for this. Um, novices and Alan King novices in particular have got a fantastic record in this race. He's an out-and-out stayer. And uh, he's another one without mistakes. I, I, I couldn't see him being far away, so I... I Take them two both each way. There's as many places you can get. Very nice. You can get Discrama, as I say, 9 to 1, 5 places, 8 to 1, 6 places as we stand. Who dares wins? You can get 10 across the board. Just to note as well, you, you mentioned no comment was crashing. Uh, everyone thought he was going to go for the Kim Muir, and I, I thought it would be O'Connor's ride. I don't know if he's got a ride in the Kim Muir at the moment, but he's still 14 to 1 as sort of leftover from um, not. It wasn't thought he was going to run in this way. He's got 10 stone 4. Richard Johnson rides. There's no way he's going off 14. I wouldn't be massively keen on him myself, but he, he can't go off that price. So uh, I'll be backing him that price just to... Um, and you're not going to let him go off that price? <laughs> <laughs> one, one I backed him this morning. I'm, tr- I'm trying to back him more, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I won't back him each way because he can make a horlicks. And, uh, Great. I love the phrase. Oh, oh, one horse I've got a question about. I mean, I'll, look, it's fair to say that I don't follow anyone there as closely as you boys, but... Uh, in the four miles, it's, of, it's it? not. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> in, in, in the uh, is it that fucking Nichols one? Uh, Remy Lark, Silana. Oh, has he got another <laughs> one in the same colours now? I need a man. Yeah, Silana or something. Yeah, yeah. Did you I did. I always back Remy Lark. Uh, fucking nearly chipped. In the four miler that was discussed, the one that uh, Discorama finished second in last year, a horse that was challenging for the lead fell to out is Atlanta Ablaze, which you can back at thirty threes here, twenty or twenty fives now. Uh, can I, if we like Discorama at eight in a race that it came second last year, Atlanta Blaze looked like it was definitely competing for the places in the same race. Can can I yeah, get any vindication yeah, yeah. on my own selection? There? I don't I think I would. I don't think I would. Don't think I'd put you off at all, really. There, Church maybe handles flatter tracks a bit better than it uh, enjoys a undulating galloping track. But yeah, ran ran very well in that National Hunt Chase, so yeah. it's definitely. Something that can yeah, make make a presence felt in this race, I would say. Great, great presence feeling. Uh, right, uh, Martin Fagan, you're sticking with no comment through the uh, novice handicap chase, are you? No, the rest of the day on the Tuesday. The rest of the day, that's yeah. fine. So novice, we do move on to the novice handicap chase. Uh, Rob, give us a, a rundown of your, well, actually, let's go through the prices. Imperial Aura is your five to one fab. Galvin. Is in at sixes, Holden Note eights, train rack uh, anywhere between eight and twelves. It is double figures the rest uh, yeah. in the Northern Trust Novices Handicap Chase. It's the penultimate race of the day. Rob, where are you looking? Well, Imperial Aura has obviously been very found out in the market. You can you look at the form and understand why. Marker one four three looks fine uh, based on its second to simply the bets in January and also it's second behind Tim uh, both at the track yeah can can see the argument but I don't think I'll be back in it at 9-2 to two or whatever it is now hold the note another one of interest uh, probably didn't quite see out the trip in the uh, what race was it at Warwick that Hampton Norris's chase 
again, the mark looks fine. Mick Channon's won it before, but you can never really tell with those horses. Trainwreck is one that is quite interesting. Uh, there's plenty of experience over fences. Uh, looks like obviously improved plenty for the step up and trip at Leopardstown last time out. Uh, just beating the head by Glamorgan Duke in a valuable handicap chase over two and a half miles. Uh, I think it's unexposed at that trip, so can probably eke out a bit of further improvement. I'd... Obviously, it's a very compressed handicap, but I think the £6 or so it gets from the, the top-rated horses in the race will be fine. Uh, one at a bigger price that I'm interested in, I think it might be actually the rag of the race. Uh, we know somebody who will be pleased to hear this horse mentioned is Lord Schnitzel. Uh, it's Lord, been... Lord Schnitzel is currently the last uh, named horse on Checker available <laughs> at 50s. Uh, you can get 40s with six yeah, places at Sky. Wyman's favourite horse. To it? me, this looks like... still with Matt Smith? It's still with Matthew Smith. Brian Cooper's been booked, which I think oh. is a fair one. Marker 139, based on what it's achieved, looks okay. It's run uh, best over this trip. Uh, has run fairly eye-catching races over fences behind the likes of Faheen and carefully selected before being uh, tailed off a couple of times. Has uh, got a reasonable mark, I would say, and I think it wouldn't be without a squeak uh, if it's actually, yeah, if it's if it's softer ground, it definitely has a chance. And I think what kind of you're getting five or six places. You can get, you can get, as, as, as I say, six at Sky where you're getting forties, fives at Hills, Unibet, Bet Victor, Coral, Ladbrokes. Uh, prices do differ, but they're all around the twenty-five mark, even eighteens at Coral Ladbrokes. So your probably your best bet looks for your forties, six places at Sky. Yeah, I think that's that's a very, very fair price for a horse that's been pretty much. And I, 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 and he jumps. So. Yeah, he jumps very well, and he's he's an eye-catching horse that's definitely been prepared for a big run in a handicap eventually whether it's yeah. this one or something later in the spring okay. remains that, to be seen but I couldn't put you off that is one. Lord Schnitzel Lord Schnitzel yeah lovely Barnes um, when I looked at this race uh, a couple of days ago I thought Imperial Ori was terrible value but looking at it now he, he looks quite a fair price and is that because you sunk a few gravies? Yeah. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, uh, a lot of the ones I fancied have been taken out or not made it into the race. Yeah, that happened to me today, actually. I was thinking so this, like you didn't have to justify it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's one I really like. Great. Number one on the card. Numero uno. Uh, Precious Cargo. Uh, currently available 16 to 5 places. Yeah, ever since his bumper days with uh, Lucinda Russell, I believe, this, this horse has looked to stay to me. And it's been running over um, two miles all season. Um, Nicky Henderson seems to think it would be a group horse over two miles, which to me it obviously never was going to be. And uh, after... should have fucking told him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would if he'd have asked me. <laughs> yeah, um, he probably did, he was too bladder, didn't he? The, the, the last run, I mean, it got given a one four five, and it, it just wasn't put in the race at all at Warwick uh, when mm. it finished behind Rougeville. But as soon as they quickened... He knew this. Is, he didn't want to get it up any higher than one four five. He was just running there that day to get in this race, to get, get his third qualifying run in this race, and um, he ran on really well in the end. He, he he wasn't asked to go with them two miles isn't his trip, and this this test will be right up his street for me. Uh, okay. If Nico gives him the uh, perfect ride, that is precious cargo. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Uh, so, Rob, for you, you like to hold the note? Uh, yeah, hold the note I think has a chance, but the the two that I've actually noted down, tra right. Trainwreck and train Lord Schnitzel. I apologise, I've written That's all right. I think, I think Trainwreck will improve yeah. for another go in a handicap, another go at this trip. And yeah, I think any few pounds you have in hand over the top rated ones are important. Okay, and we've got about five minutes left, so let's crack on with the National Hunt Four mile chase. Three mile six. Jeff. Three mile six has been knocked down. Three and three quarters. Yeah. Three and three quarters. Apologies. Uh, so uh, again, not so four miles. A fantastic bit of silence from Fagan. Uh, so we'll crack on. Who went first last time? Rob Barnes. Uh, in this race, you're looking at 
a favourite of carefully selected seven to four in a yeah in a um, that's short. Uh, Raven- <laughs> Church confirming <laughs> seven to four is indeed a short race. Ravenhill eleven to two. Lord de Mesny uh, is seven to one, and Springfield's clocked eight along with Forza Milan. Bonds, uh, I assume you're against the seven to four in the national one. Well, it's a conundrum. This race, Church. He's the best horse by a mile, but you can't jump. But you can't really jump. So, mm. but I mean, it's a chase, and I reckon. I'm not sure, but jumping so, must be quite so <laughs> Jumping yeah. is important, I would say, yeah. Well, if he's jumping, it'd be been fine, he'd be out on. So it's, if you want to take a chance at uh, the master trainers, put him right for the big day. But he, I come back him at that price, even though he is a, up against the field of handicappers, really. And for that reason, it's hard to uh, take him on with an inch way horse as well. Yeah, this race doesn't have the quality it's had the last few years at all, has it? It's really? dreadful in behind. Like, exactly. like, how is... Would it not be the worst idea if you think that? To back him, to win, and lay him four or five places? I, I was, was, was going to back him forward in shoulders. Anything is, is, the, is the place. If you sit, what is he now? Seven to four? Yeah. yeah. What is he going to be four in shoulders? Six to four? What uh, price do you think he should be without, without four in shoulders? Four to six? Yeah. On, well, ability, on ability, he's... Yeah, he's exactly, yeah. He probably is miles clear of the rest. Depending on depending that. on how much the, how much percentage they got. If you're thinking that, then the forward insurance on the day you can get six to four. It might not be a bad bad bet. There's but so yeah. many horses that have been massive prices for this that are now very short. Like you've got Springfield Fox for Tom George that was two hundred to one before it won. <laughs> a, a hectare, was it? Yeah, an average handicap chaser with three miles in heavy, yeah. very easily. It won off one two seven. It's gone up fifteen pounds for that. We, we've had Golden Cup horses win this recently, haven't we? But the, <laughs> Springfield Fox is a lovely jumper, a nice horse. It's not a nine to one shot for a Grade Two, mm. and it's got Noel George on its back. <laughs> Bloody <laughs> novel. Uh, so awful. So jo- you got to look at jockey bookings. Jamie Codd's on Ravenhill. Derek O'Connor's on Forza Milan, and uh, that Barry O'Neill's on New Tide. They're probably. Damien Ski and his own answer. Ravenhill, uh, like I say, you can back at five, even 11 to two. You get 11 to two, Victor and Coral with four places. Forza Milan, you can get eight with four places. And New Tide, you can get tens with four places. Uh, They're the three with the sort of the best jockeys, would you say? Fagan's actually just pointed one out to me there. No, no, we were just going down the jockey. Jockey wise, Lisa O'Neill rides uh, Ocean Cove for Fergal O'Brien. Which is a 50 to 1 point. Yeah, and that's got so much to find on it. It's got a lot to find. Uh, Got beat 17 lengths by Springfield Fox that time, but the extra six furlongs can eke out improvement and it can. There's every it can break. It can break that. other horses. So there's every reason to believe that the Sh- Springfield Sh- Fox race was even too sharp for him. He's just an out and out plodder. Shame they move on. Yeah, wouldn't disagree. I'm ready for Wednesday. New Tide. New Tide looks a proper four mile horse. So okay. it's well, one. It's one. Maybe if you had to have a bet, if, I, if there was a gun to my head and you had to have an each way bet four yeah. places. The more I look, New the more I, will, I will be having a bet, so I need. I'm yeah, you give me a couple. New Tide is new an improving tide. horse. And for you, Bob, we'll stay the trip. I think the favourite probably smacks into a few wins anyway. Okay. Whatever money that wouldn't surprise on, me. Whatever money you're gonna have on this race, save it and have it on something that's premium. I shan't. I'm gonna <laughs> spend it and spend the winnings uh, the next day. Yeah, you're playing. Uh, right. So. Fagan, come back because we're not moving on to Wednesday yet. I need your nap of Tuesday. Um, While well, you consider it bombs, your abra- nap of Tuesday. Abra- abracadabra each way. Abracadabra. Uh, oh, well, no, this is a win nap and I've got a place. Best best each way bet and your best win bet. Okay, Let's say that. Uh, abracadabra is your best each way bet. Uh, win bet, I'm not too sure. Um, wouldn't really have one. I'm not confident in just backing back the wind. Just put something up. Um, don't know, come back to me. Okay. Uh, Barnes, best mm. win bet. Or, or you, your best bet and your second best bet, let's say that. Win bet is Precious Cargo. Precious Cargo. Each way is Discarama because. Oh, actually, Honeysuckle is the best each way bet, right? <laughs> <laughs> are, are the listeners going to be back in that uh, each no. way Let's say Discarama. So what's it? Best right. bet, best bet, and second best bet. Best bet, Abercrombie each way. Yeah. Second best bet, Abercrombie each way. Great. Well, that's fine. And Rob. Uh, uh, call me Lord. 
Yeah, my best bet is probably. I like Big River a lot in the Ultima. 25. Big River. Uh, and then in the novice handicap, second best bet. Another big price. Let's let's give the listeners some massive prices. The Schnitzel. The Lord Schnitzel. Lovely. Schnitzel. That concludes day one of the Cheltenham Festival. Uh, of a judge's guide to the Cheltenham Festival in 2020. We will be back shortly. Uh, well, I, mean, I suppose it really depends on you when we'll be back. But for us, we'll be back after a couple of beers uh, for day two.